Hello and welcome to Top, the Open Podcast Podcast. Your hosts, Matthias and Wolfgang, will guide you through the ecosystem and the tools and services which make podcasting work. And they'll talk about their open source platform for podcast analytics. Let's dive right in. Welcome. It's episode number four. And Matthias, what are the topics today? Since we talked about vendor lock-in last week and the situation that you are dependent on a few big players on the market, it might be good to talk about the alternative approach, which is an open standard for podcasts. And that's exactly one part of our project. We want to build an open API. Wolfgang, why do we need an open API in the first place? In my opinion, the biggest problem is that currently there are two big players, Spotify and Apple, and they have kind of a monopoly in the podcast world already. And if you just have one or two big players, they can, they can control everything. So they own all the data. They have really good data demographics, for example. They have monetization options. And you as a podcaster, as a podcast host, you no longer have the option to choose or to go to another platform. And you are almost forced to go to this platform. We already see that with video, with Netflix, with YouTube. If you don't want to be locked into YouTube, for example, it's super difficult to publish a video because the algorithm and the reach is that strong on YouTube. And if we want to prevent the same for podcasts, we need an open system that can compete with the big players. Now, the question is, how would such an open system look like? I think the fundamentals is always data. The big platforms are that strong because they have all the data of their users, their listening behavior, when they listen to podcasts, what they listen to. And then they can create smart recommendation algorithms, for example. And that's how you promote podcasts. That's how you build monetization models. And we can already see that those platforms make it as difficult as possible to access the data because that's their asset. But from a listener's perspective, isn't it great that you have a single platform with all of that information about you? Because wouldn't it mean that you get the best recommendations in one place? I think it is. And that's also why YouTube, for example, works very well. But if you want to publish, for example, alternative views, information, whatever it is, and the algorithm is just based on clicks and views, you might have a problem to even reach people out there. So it's always good and beneficial also for the listeners to have multiple platforms or an open system and not just one monopoly which controls all the information, all the data and also the recommendation algorithm which is quite powerful because the algorithm decides what you will watch. And on top of that, now that you mention it, another problem is that you cannot inspect how the recommendation algorithm is written. If it's not an open source algorithm, because you could also imagine that there's a platform that has an open source algorithm, for example, or a more transparent algorithm, at least. Yeah, that is true. But looking at YouTube, that seems to be their secret sauce, because with their recommendation algorithm, they drive a lot of monetization as well. So they would be very careful not to disclose how it works, to avoid getting gamed by either the listeners or the marketers. I also saw that when I worked in academia, 
because it was always super difficult for us to have the data and data sets to do research or implement new algorithms, new ideas. And the big platforms like Spotify, if you build a music recommendation algorithm, for example, for them, it's a way easier because they have a huge data set. And we, as researchers at the university, we didn't have access to such data. And that's why data is that important. And that's why we want to provide an alternative way to produce or get data using this open API or an open standard, what we develop. That's very interesting because in a way, the lack of data hampered research on your end. So innovation was at stake at some point because all of this information was controlled by one or two big platforms, whereas you in research didn't have access. And so that led to a situation maybe where some of the research was done within those companies, which resulted in a brain drain away from academia towards these big corporations. And it felt like a self-fulfilling prophecy at some point, where if you wanted to do big research, you had to join a big company. I think that's definitely the case. And it still happens all the time. Yes. So what we want to create as an alternative is an open standard that can be implemented by bot fetchers, platforms, clients to provide data to the podcast hosts. Maybe you know that from other open source tools like WordPress, or maybe you have used Home Assistant for home automation. They all ask you in the installation process, do you want to provide anonymous data back to the creators? And we want to follow a similar approach. We want to ask the listeners, do you want to provide anonymous data back to the podcast hosts? So do you want to tell them that you really played the podcast episode and when maybe or where? And maybe you also want to send them more information back, like a rating for the episode, that episode five was better than episode six. And all that is super important for the podcast hosts because based on this data, they can develop further their podcasts, for example. They know what the audience likes and what topics are more important for the audience. And in order to reach that goal, which in our opinion is sort of the ideal scenario, we thought of a two-step solution. And at least to some extent, we talked about it in previous episodes. But just to recap, what we're trying to build here is an open API standard for podcasts, which means that you as a creator can decide whether you want to implement it or not. And by creator, I mean the people creating the software for running podcasts. And you as a host can decide whether you are interested in, for example, podcast analytics data. In, and in order to show how things will work, we also want to build an open source reference implementation, which is a fancy term for we build the first program that allows you to catch this information that we defined. But until then, it's a very long way. And there's a lot of things that we will need to get there. Especially the buy-in from you the community, the podcast hosts, the podcast platforms, the app developers of the bot fetchers, and maybe even companies behind those platforms or apps. We are really interested in a very broad set of feedback to get us started. And of course, we already talked to a lot of people, but there are still way more people that we need to reach. And for that, we want to create an RFC process. So RFC stands for Request for Comments, and it's a comment process 
in software development. It just means that at the end, we want to involve all the stakeholders, all the community people, the developers, but also listeners. And we want to collect feedback and we want to get your input. And you can do that in this RFC process transparently on GitHub in our discussion section or also in the RFC documents, what we will create. So if you are interested in this process or you want to provide the feedback, please join us on GitHub or send a tweet. We are really happy to receive feedback, but we are also dependent on your feedback. And maybe we could even start a working group around podcast hosting at some point. It's a bit of a far-fetched idea, but working groups around these topics have existed in the past. For example, there was an RSS working group, and this has gotten us to where we are today. And it's also one countermeasure that only the two big players define everything in the future. Who knows? They might be part of the working group at some point. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Besides that, because we always want to report the progress of our project, we are currently working on accessing the usage data on Spotify and Apple, and they don't make it very easy. No. But fortunately, we found someone that ran into the same problem before. Someone that also was kind enough to publish their code on GitHub. And so we could learn a lot about how at least Spotify manages the data internally. We might have to do some modifications, but it got us a big step forward. And we have also learned that a lot of big players in the media industry, they already use the data. They also hacked into the whole system somehow because it's very valuable data at the end and very crucial for their daily work. If you are someone who's working in that space, whether you work in a big media company or for public radio, we would love to talk to you. Maybe you also have such a system running internally where you also extract this information from those big players. Maybe you are about to start such a project and you want to have some guidance. All of that would be super interesting to us. Just contact us. Email address is in the show notes or on Twitter. Open Podcast Dev is the Twitter handle, but you can find all the links in the show notes as well. And with that, we call it a wrap. We see you again next week. Happy hacking. Bye. Bye.